Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Drew Podcast on Podcast One. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Drew Podcast on Podcast One. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and they handle the rest, sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger. Well, maybe except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring them your next home product and they will bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. What does healthy sound like? It's hard to say. And for the one in six kids living in poverty in the U.S., it's hard to even imagine. That's why Walgreens and Red Nose Day are helping children access the health we all deserve. So that for them, healthy sounds a lot more like... (laughs) Say, ah... Join Walgreens this Red Nose Day, and together we can help even more kids stay healthy. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast J'espère que vous allez bien As they say, uh, this, particularly for this guest Maybe, we'll see, hold on Slow yourself, slow your roll But uh, I, as you know, I've been very obsessed with languages lately And so it's on my mind constantly So uh, I hope that you're doing well And do help us by supporting the people who support the podcast here. And uh, check out the drdrew.tv site as well, where we're doing uh, regular streaming shows. And uh, I might love to have the Corolla Faithful over at uh, Instagram, uh, drdrewpinski, and of course, TikTok at drdrew. Today, the guest is Jason Gray Stanford. The podcast is the Randy Disher podcast. Of course, he's best known for playing Lieutenant Randy Disher in the Globe, Golden Globe winning TV program, Monk. And of course, he voiced the role of Rit. Raditz, Raditz. Uh, not, yeah, Raditz. You're going. You're going I'm all not the way a Dragon back. Ball Z you're, guy. You're, you're going all the way back. Uh, so yeah. there you go. Uh, we'll get into what Jason's all about, but you know him, of course, from Monk, and uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Jazz J A S or Jazz Jazz J A S J A S Gray Stanford, and uh, Instagram at Jason Gray G R A Y Stanford. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me, so, Dr. Drew. So talk about the podcast for a minute. Why should people go listen? Oh, well, I tell you what. If you're a, if you're a Monk fan, which there are many of them out there, uh, the Monk faithful, uh, the Monkaholics, as we call them, uh, Monkophiles, whatever you, want, whatever so you might want to say. Um, you know what? It's really uh, kind of – I started it. Uh, when we'll get into it, uh, you know, later, but, you know, I had some health issues and I started it during that time and it was really therapeutic for me. And I realized that, uh, you know, during the pandemic, you know, a show like Monk really kind of caught on again, having been off the air for a little bit of time. Oh, interesting. And it was really kind of my love letter, my thank you. Well, I think him him over at, uh, Maisel. Yeah. Reinvigorated interest in Tony Chaloub. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I met him, could not be a nicer guy, right? Yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He's kind of yeah. one of those, like when you talk about, you know, Hollywood and people, you're, yeah. you're like, he's one of the good guys. Yeah, one of the could good not ones. Be, could not be more just easy to talk to and welcoming and stuff. And uh, I was always a Monk fan, but I, I think I got more. Uh, I know something about Mrs. Maisel connected me to him, and I think that's what's sending people back to mind. And a lot of people yeah. did exactly that. Yeah. You know, obviously, I think Tony has numerous Emmys now, yeah. you know, a handful for Monk, a couple for Maisel. Uh, and it's one of those things. It's, you know, like timing is everything, right? And Monk had this kind of real resurgence mm. during the pandemic. And, you know, got, and obviously with streaming and everything, you know, it kind of, it's so much easier to kind sure. of reach. Well, and you add to that the pandemic of anxiety that we're having and a lot of people's anxiety have has an OCD flavor to it 100% and so it's it's perfect character for everybody to yeah it, to. It, yeah it's absolutely so. it's easy to revisit that's you know that's uh, that that's for sure and it's actually funny that we're talking about this right now cuz I can't give away too many details but 
the Monk fans might be uh, very excited with some news coming up soon. Oh, good for you. So we shall see. That's very we exciting. We shall have to stay tuned, I, I, everyone. He has not told me anything, but I know I know what that – well, I won't say anymore. Yeah. But, but, I, <laughs> but I can – given where it is in the evolution of that series, I think I know what he means. So good luck. That will be great. And uh, the, I think we can ba- – let's back into your yours condition – uh, through all that, because uh, thank God you're here and well, and thank you very able much to participate in this thing. Yeah, what a what, a, pl- what a pleasure to be here! Fantastic, yeah. right? Um, let's stay with Tony Shalhoub and say how did he respond when you got sick, and we'll he, talk about what that sickness well, you was. Want to know what's very very funny is this kind of all originally started for me kind of at the end of 2017, the beginning of 2018. That's when you realized that's it was a problem. when I started kind of. You know, feeling getting short of breath Ill. when you went upstairs. In, in fact, <laughs> not so much. It kind of like it, for me, it literally felt like fatigue. Yeah, you yeah, know, sure. I just wasn't performing yeah. well at the gym, and I was like, and I was working, mm-hmm. and you know, you kind of put those two together, and you're like, oh, it's a long hours. I'm, I'm tired. When, whenever, whenever somebody complains about fatigue, I worry about this. Yeah, it's it, I, and, it's in the back of my mind all the time. It, like that's it, the and, that's the, dr- the the two dreaded things when people complain about fatigue is cancer and. They, yeah, those are the big. Those are the big yeah. boys, and, and it can be coronary disease sometimes too. To be fair, and I'm assuming yours was more viral or something. Mine okay. was at the end of the. Obviously, it was you know idiopathic dilated yeah. cardiomyopathy. But at the end of the day, basically, what that means is we're not sure. Yeah, we, we don't know. know. And the virus was kind of the final. As we say, idiopathic is yeah. the uh, doctor's an idiot and the patient's pathetic. Yeah. Idiopathic. <laughs> you <laughs> so, know what? In all my time going through this, I, that's the first time I've heard that and I love it. That was you, an old way of looking I'm at steal, it. I'm stealing it now. Uh, but yeah, I mean basically that's it. And I kind of brushed it off. You know, when as, you were first diagnosed? As, no, no. When, when, when I started getting bad. these symptoms. I mean I you know, – I'm very in tune with my body, with my health, with my diet. And you know, in retrospect, I'm like, wow, buddy. You miss this? Oh, it's easy. You know? It's easy. L- listen, it, it's you're not. I don't know if you have medical training, but you're not thinking that way when you get fatigued. Yeah, no. You know, it's one thing when you come into a doctor. We have to think about all that stuff. You don't. You, it's the last thing you want to think about when yeah, you're the patient. Yeah, and you know what? Also, also is funny too. Any kind of inkling of those things. You kind of you're like oh no not I don't want to yeah, be sick no I don't want to be sick especially you, as a male especially you, as a male you want to push these no, no, things ma- off men do that notoriously one hundred percent and I am uh, uh, guilty of it yeah me too you know and it's it's uh, it's crazy because in in retrospect as I say when I look back on all of it now mm. and I kind of replay those moments I'm like holy smokes I got well, the, the holy smokes yeah. is you now know the condition yeah. and you know you can drop dead suddenly from oh yeah it. so that's yeah. the holy smokes part yeah so <laughs> it was it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty shocking but you know uh you know so anyway so i get so tony was, yeah so yeah. so basically uh i kept it from everybody i didn't say anything did he pick up that you were not well or anything? nope not at all well that's an nope. interesting topic by itself yeah. Being a performer and having a serious illness, it, I, I deal with this all the time. The fear is I won't be insurable. They won't hire me. Tainted They'll goods. They'll fire me. They'll, yeah. yeah, the next – why would they take a risk on me? It's already so high risk to do a production that's so expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that all that stuff goes through your head and it's realistic. Yeah. That's the horrible yeah. part. Absolutely. There, there were times there where I was like, I'm never working again. This yeah. is not – I don't know what's happening. Not only was I getting sick and sicker and sicker as kind of time was going oh, on God. and obviously you know, with – Heart failure, it's a very kind of, you know, slippery slope. It's a fickle beast, really. You know, you can be stable for a huge amount of time, then fall off the cliff, then they stabilize you again. And then, but at a certain point, it's just kind of a downhill. Yeah, when, once you're we so the the way we one of the old fashioned ways it's they're, they're starting to find new ways to evaluate this, but the old standard way of evaluating is with something called the ejection fraction. Yeah, and so I'm sure you were obsessed with that. That is and that so, is how I first that's how I first knew that there was a problem. Yeah, because, so they look yeah. at either an echo or other sorts of ways of looking at the volume of blood, the percentage of volume of a chamber that's emitted from the left ventricle with each beat of the heart, and it should be sixty percent. And when you get into those 30s, you're in trouble. And we get to 20s, you're in real trouble. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, and, and as, here as I sit, you know, I went through exactly what you just described. Exactly. Anywhere between like 55 and 70, you're golden and looking good. And, you know, and then, you know, so mine was first diagnosed when I found this out uh, at 30. 
Thirty percent. At, so you, at 30. so you, you were, which is kind of thirty thirty five is not that uncommon. No, you know, that's sort of when people start to have symptoms. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. However, uh, after about maybe three or four months, it bounced back up to about forty. It kind of which you know, is which is something we didn't used to think happened, and now we see it all the time. Probably because we're identifying more of it and treating it better. And treating sometimes it faster it goes, too, I right. think, right? Sometimes it goes all the way back. Yep. And so, you know, it's like, it's uncanny sometimes. I don't understand quite how it yeah, happens. Yeah, you know, so, so for a time I was like, oh, this is an acute thing. This yeah. is something that kind it's of gonna just, get better, this yeah. is going to get so better. I'm and, sure your doctors were happy to be thinking that oh, way. Oh, 100, 100%. And, you know, yeah. you, you, you learn as time goes on, you know, they know so much more than you yeah, about they these don't, things. We don't and want you to know all that. And it's kind of a need to know, kind of a need to know basis, right? You know, and I asked tons of questions. So, you know, they were very candid with me. But, you know, for a time, it did get better, mm -hmm. you know, obviously with a little medication. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, were just, you on Entresto and all that good stuff? Well, good old, good yeah. old Entresto, yeah. you, know, little, you know, the diuretics when you needed it, mm -hmm. if, you, if you did. Um, and that kind of stabilized me for, for quite a while and the ejection fraction went up. Anything weird or fancy? I mean, sometimes they're using monoclonal antibodies and different things. Nope, no, nothing weird. Did they do any infectious disease evaluation? Like what virus was this? Nope, they didn't Is do any. Is there any suspicion of COVID in the background or COVID vaccine? You know what's, you know what's funny? No, because obviously none of that had happened yet. Now, okay. there was some talk. Uh, because I was sick just before, just kind of at the beginning of 2018. Mm -hmm. And as I say, I was quite a little bit fluish stuff, but they kind of just put in, you know, yeah. it, it was, you know, it, it kind of, uh, you know, it was one of those things that, you know, COVID ha wasn't quite in the, in the yeah, focus. Yeah. It, it probably you know? wasn't COVID. And it, here, well, the tr if I remember right, the classic is a Coxsackie virus, I think, that that's right. causes heart that disease. Can, that, yeah. can, that can it's do it. It's the heart, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, whatever it was kind of came in, did its damage, and off it went. Yeah, yeah. And then, and that was it. Mm. And as I said, you know, I was stable for a while. So I really, once again, kind of was living a regular life. Everything was fine. We're still working out and everything. Ab 100%. And, you know, just monitoring myself. And as I say, you know, I was pretty in tune with my body, so I kind of knew when to, you know, pull it back. Did you did you try any of the fancy stuff that we do now with Jardia and all that kind of? We're affecting glucose metabolism. No, no yeah. absolutely. I mean, yeah. I I did I did personally. I did everything that I could do. Like so you I, did all that research. And like, you saw that coming up. That's a, that was not really being done. Then. No, I know. And here's the here's kind of like, like Jardians. I am Jardians. Yeah, I'm the like I'm a you know. You know, they, they say don't go on the internet to look yeah, for yeah. health things. No, but, no, you, you like know. it when yeah. – what you like is – you like – I like it when it says good stuff. Well, you like yeah. it – no, no, that's <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but as a, as a physician, you yeah. like the patient to be informed and motivated. What you don't like was when the patient comes in with a stack of papers and goes, "Did you know the sky is blue? The sky is blue? The sky is blue? Yes, I Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. and I was definitely – certainly, <laughs> certainly guilty of that. And so, but but I want yeah. you to know that landscape, yeah. and just just know we know it. We yeah. know we've been there. We've, yeah. We know. No, I can. I can we didn't know it. Just, yeah, I'm, I'd be very very. Concerned. Yeah, I'm certainly probably not the first person who's come in with that list, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's uh, you know, so you know, so sure, did you get on some of that fancy. Sure enough, stuff? I kind of, and I also did, you know, everything health wise too. Yeah. Like I kind of corrected my obviously salt. Uh, the low salt, salt, yeah. salt, 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 and that was pretty good with it generally mm. anyway, right? You know, but I really started to restrict that, and then obviously as kind of time went on. I was on a fluid restriction as well. I, I'm that was also tough. guessing they. Uh, that's the, you're pretty advanced at that point. Yeah. But but I'm guessing they must have done an angiogram on you to make sure you didn't have coronary disease. Yeah, I did a CT. I did a CT. CT I did a CT ang, and obviously, which was one of the kind of uh, you know. You must have been very clear. Confused, like completely con clear. Con confusing things was. It was zero point zero. Nothing. They were like, oh, you know, because at a certain point you're almost like, gosh, maybe if it's this, then we know how to proceed immediately. Well, not right? only is it this, you can kind of slow things down by restoring the blood supply. Yeah, you can really, and sometimes correct it. Right. So we want that, but yeah. nope. Okay, nope. So no. This, so this was ruled out, and this was right away. Obviously, then went in for the MRI, and there was, you know, obviously some clear damage. You know, in in the heart, yeah. and I think for a time everyone was very hopeful. Yeah. You know, my cardiologists that because I was young, you know, considered mm -hmm. young mm -hmm. for all this kind of stuff, that you know I would stabilize and just kind of you know with a with a little bit of intresto, you know, to touch a ram, you know, a little ramipril, a little intresto, whatever yeah. it may be, yeah. kind of just let it roll on out because you know you can't do much else. You you really can't do much else, and and also at a at a certain point, and I mean remember the the long term goal is you know no one wants to give you a heart transplant. Mm -hmm. You know they want to keep that native heart. Going as long as they possibly can. It's it's an odd time in in, in that 
decision complex right there because uh, they were starting to train us to talk about end of life, to, you know, within two years of, of a you know thirty percent ejection like fraction, like an event like that, yeah. like prepare, you know, we're, and nothing much we can do about it. Of course, seventy plus, seventy five year olds plus, sure. but but the the but the cardiac transplants have gotten so good and the treatment's so amazing that it's not clear that anybody should have to die of this thing. Yeah, you know, it's so it's so it's certainly not a fifty year old, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and so it's an it's a great time to have a horrible problem. <laughs> you, you know, and and you start to realize that as kind of time goes on. And as yeah. I say, you know, unfortunately with me, I wasn't stable. I was stable for like 2018, most of two, maybe half of 2019, and then the, as you said earlier, those those problems, those true symptoms mm-hmm. of heart failure start to creep in. Well, then they start want, wanting to put an implantable defibrillator, which in your, I had, which yeah. I had, I had the I had the defib, I had yeah. the defib, I had the patient. Maker. I got the defib because at the end, of, went somewhere in 2019, I was at a spin class on the bike, woke up Uh-oh. 20 minutes later oh, on the floor. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, had, one, had a little syncope episode. Do you know what they know what that was yet? Would you, did they document uh, anything? They, they dealt they, tack, basically. They thought it was tachycardia. Ven- ventricular yeah. tachycardia? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That was that was the yeah. – <laughs> I know. You know, and once again, here's me kind of going, you know – no, no, no. I'm, I was dehydrated because of the diuretics well, probably. That may all be true. And, right. But, but, <laughs> you also but, have VTAC. I know. But even <laughs> going down this road, right, and then obviously the obviously that the next kind of immediate step was, all right, we need a defib in there. And we're gonna we're also going to put in a pacemaker and we're going to see if we can get that heart beating. Because, you know, I had, to, I had a weird, you know, I had uh, atrial flutter. Which was, you know, kind of, and it was unbeknownst to me. It's one it was one of the so, ones that you can't feel. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you yeah. a story that I've never told publicly, um, because it's such a great yeah. situation. You're you're great. We can we're gonna be yeah. celebrating your outcome. But if you want to know how doctors talk about things yeah. when the door, particularly young doctors, when the doors are closed, I, when I was a medical student, I was on a cardiac ward, one of the best rotations I ever took at Cedars, and I had a brilliant young intern. <laughs> And uh, we were on call one night. He goes, hey, did I ever tell you about the oive rhythmias? Because we treat a lot of Russian immigrants with it. <laughs> yeah. There's there's VATAC, which yeah. is oive. Ve, 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 ve. <laughs> and, and there is uh, oi flutter. Oi, 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 ve. Oi, 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 ve. Oi, 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 ve. Oi, 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 ve, which is atrial flutter. <laughs> and there's uh, oi, uh, how do we call it? Oi fibrillation. Oi, 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 ve. Oi, 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 so, so we went through all the different arrhythmias, and there's the there's ve ve fib, oi oh gosh. So it, we can laugh about it now because you're it, in such great it, shape. And, it, and you know what? What's what's funny too? And I actually really appreciate that you told that story because humor yeah, helps, is something that has been massive in this kind of kind of yeah. this this. This it's why doctors for, do it. They need, they, they need it to to be present for and the to kind of see and yeah. to kind of see that that yeah. kind of it's you know that kind of bedside manner. Let's yeah. call it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Out of your physicians is yeah. is truly great. And I had some great ones on my team. And I mean, I I, I can't say how much I appreciate that that story. It, it's 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 spe- real. It makes it real. You know, it makes it real. Oh, it's got to be used judiciously and yeah. skillfully because I'm thinking now of a patient I had with ALS. And he and I used to use humor a bit, and and I'd always let him initiate it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to cry because yeah. it was one of the most moving experiences I've ever had as a clinician. Because um, his attitude was so amazing with yeah. this horrible illness. I, I so we, we get moved by that stuff too, you know. Yeah, I, I guess, and I mean, you guys kind of have to, you know, almost compartmentalize and put that. No, you know. no, don't. I mean. Yeah, if it's an emergency, but but it's not about compartmentalizing. It's about being fully present. But you know, just being philosophical more than very than, good. Yeah, than, uh, compartmentalizing because you, you if you're not engaged emotionally, you're not engaged, and and that's not what the patient really wants. They want you to be invested in it. I mean, this this story I'm telling you about my ALS patient was uh, thirty years ago, and I, wow. I'm still moved by it. Oh my god, I'm so because I you know. <sighs> God, I'm, you're, for some reason, you're motivating me to tell a lot of medical stories I have not ever told. Well, that's, so, that's, well, so, that's good. We're, so we're, get, we're getting on you well. You know why then. it is? You know why it yeah. is? Because I know how – I really know what – I really – I know congestive heart failure. I've treated it for 40 years. Uh, and you're so great right now. I feel like celebrating it. You know, And that's just Thank amazing. You. And I know you're going to do great. That's the other thing. It's like we can, just, we can just celebrate. You're doing fantastic. And it makes me – reflective about all the situations I've been in where things have not been so great. Um, and 
Anyway, I mean, the use of humor is, is important. I don't know. Oh, I know I was going to tell you that. So the ALS patient was a famous artist, and uh, I now buy art from his son, who played Little wow. League with my sons. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, it's just a... Now prof- you're going to make... Now you're going to make... Just a profound <laughs> Now you're going to set me off. Yeah, it's just yeah. profound. And, and the son... Oh, my God. I, I had not really talked about this or thought about this as a, an arc, but he gave me, the son gave me a book of his dad's art just a couple weeks ago. And I really? just was like breathtaking from it. So thank you. I thank you for being a patient and for yeah. sharing with me today. Yeah. And you well, know, thank you we, for, we well, I'm going to thank you right back for you sharing know, those stories yeah. with me. Those are, those are amazing. And, you know, just to kind of piggyback on that, you know, what you said, you know, it brings back a lot. Like I'm still very new in this journey too. I've, I'm a really only about 13, 14 months out of my transplant. And it, you know, reminds me of the story of, you know, the people that you meet while you're going through Correct. this on the ward. That's important And you become you. fast friends and you share so many things with them. And, you know, unfortunately, some of us walk out and some of us don't, you know. And, and we can sort of, we usually kind of know, you know, like I said, that's why I'm able to sort of talk yeah. this morning because I know this is a yeah. good situation. Um, and we wouldn't be having the same conversation if it weren't. You know? Yeah, I know, and it's uh, and and once again, which is why you know I thank you very much for having me on the show, is to just to kind of to you know if I can provide like kind of a modicum of inspiration for anybody going through something similar and see what this outcome can. Well, let's be, let's talk you know? about that. So, so it just freely sort of. Uh, Using your case as an inspiration for others, what do you want people to know? Well, number number one, this is as we said, this is not an easy journey, and it's a very unpredictable journey. Yeah. Uh, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. We talked about earlier that we, the advances now are so so great that it doesn't have to be a, a death sentence from the beginning, and that prognosis it, it, of it isn't yeah, for a fifty year old. Not not it not, just is not not yeah not yeah. A, not at all. And I mean, I'm living walking proof yeah. that you can kind of come out of this the other side. And I think we're going to see a bit of this going forward from COVID and COVID vaccines I, and stuff. So I, it's it, it's yeah. it's so very 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 possible, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it really, I mean, it really really is. Um, but you know. As I say, you know, I've joined forces with the American Heart Association now right. uh, to kind of just lend my voice in any way that I possibly can, help raise awareness, to help educate. God, you know who would be a very powerful one-two punch? Um, shoot, I'm blanking on his name. Gary, I'm sorry you asked me not to do this. The One of the original trainers in Biggest Loser had a – Oh, that a Bob. Yes. Uh, had sudden cardiac death and had bad coronary disease, and he talks about that's right. the, these are sort of the the ends of the spectrum of car, of common cardiac pathology. Yeah, one, you know, one, one is muscle disease, and the other is coronary disease, and one, both are muscle. One hundred percent, and actually, it's funny you say that because you know I took a great interest in his story mm-hmm. uh, as I was going through it, just just from from a research perspective, because obviously we had different conditions, but it was so interesting to me, and you know I I, I kind of joke or I joke now, and I'm like. You know, uh, in all of Hollywood, in the old Hollywood world, I've got the market cornered on heart transplants. Oh, you're the only you one. Know, I'm the. I am the only. Well, I am the only. You're the first. I, I'm, I'm the only. You're one, the first. You know, and yeah, yeah. It was know. Bob Harper, and that Harper. request Bob. was about A and B. You can bother me for this show. Okay, okay, okay. Just yeah. when I'm training the new guy, you know. Yeah, but I yeah. know you're. I, you know, we started today with a bunch of shit on your yeah. shoulders, so I, I know we lost a third of our staff. It's <laughs> yeah. been stressful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You're, wor- you're working with a team of one. Yeah. Uh, so but, so let's go back yeah. and let's go bring we're going to bring it forward to where the transplant happened. Yeah. So you now you're on uh, the usual at what we call afterload and preload meds. You now you're they're dealing with potential rhythm disturbances with a, with a uh, implantable defibrillator. Let's just talk about that. How was uh, getting the pay, you know people freak out about pacemakers. It's a little quarter they stick under your skin, right? Yeah, it, it yeah, well mine was a little bigger. Well, cuz yours is mine's a little bigger than a quarter. Well, and they gave me a big one because they had a bigger battery cuz they wanted it to last longer. Right. Um, and, and you and they're worrying about the the amount of electricity it might need. Yes. Because so if you go in with a heart block for a pacer a, that's a quarter. Yeah, you're you're worried about ventricular fibrillation. Yeah, I got the, I got the, I got, I got the big and, one. And plus, I'm yeah. all, I'm also in there while I'm while we're talking about this. I'm saying, well, look, I got to come out of here and still be able to train. You got to figure you got to figure this out, guys, so I can get back to the gym and kind of do my thing. Because you know, I kind of had that attitude through the whole time that I was going through this. That no matter what I was going through, I still wanted to get back on my feet as best I could and continue my life as best I could. Uh, and how did know, the team respond to that? Did they encourage it or were they upset about it? 
or the, discouraged. You know, you know, I have to be to be very honest. Uh, the the majority were incredibly positive. Yeah, because about taking kind of taking that into your own hands and and say this is why I said the question answers that we kind of shared. You know, with my team were so valuable to me. Because obviously it's knowledge that I don't have that I'm only learning, and even then I'm learning just a minutia of it, you know. And you know the expertise that you guys kind of carry is invaluable when it comes to something that you never thought would hit you on right. a Tuesday at a left field. Right. And yeah. it's, it's to be fair, it's, it's not what we call an uncommon problem. We see a lot of it, but mostly in old, much sure. older. I want to tell you about Guru Nanda Coconut and Mint Pulling Oil. That's right. They freshen breath, pull tartar and bad bacteria from the gum line, naturally whitens teeth. Guru Nanda Coconut and Mint Pulling Oil supports a balanced oral microbe, and it's a powerful whitening agent. It's great tasting, and it's a great addition to your oral care routine. Some people are worried that the usual mouthwashes contain alcohol and upset the floral environment of the mouth, and the correct oral care is important. Guru Nanda is offering something special for our listeners. For a limited time, you can save $3 off each bottle purchase exclusively at Walmart. Grab your Guru Nanda coconut and mint pulling oil at Walmart today. And check out 51 Savings app. That's not all. Guru Nanda also likes to treat his friends, and so he gives away a $500 gift card and a year's supply of pulling oil. Just go to gurunanda.com slash win for your chance to win a $500 Walmart gift card. Again, that is Guru Nanda Coconut and Mint Pulling Oil. Master Spas, Michael Phelps Swim Spas by Master Spas. They have water currents. You can swim, do aquatic exercises, 100% made in the USA. Master Spas are the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. You're going to love the Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. You know, a lot of you have been thinking about getting a backyard makeover. Well, maybe a pool or a spa. A spa would be a great way to do it. Your family and friends will love it. And again, that Michael Phelps Swim Spa, made by Master Spas, is a combined effect of pool with therapy of a hot tub. Comes in a variety of sizes for almost any yard. The water buoyancy helps relieve the pressure on aching joints. And of course, it's heated so you can use it year-round. Go to masterspas.com. Put in the promo code Drew to save $1,000 on a Michael Phelps Swim Spa or $500 on a Master Spas Hot Tub. That is masterspas.com, promo code Drew. One more time, masterspas.com slash Drew. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, BetterHelp, of course, has been with us for quite some time here in helping out. I've referred family, friends, patients, and been very pleased with the services that they render. And these days, people are feeling well, they're feeling burned out. They're feeling they may have lots of physical symptoms, jaw pain, fatigue, things you don't necessarily associate with your mental health, but our body is reflective of you know our, our overall well-being. And you might want to think about some uh, therapeutic intervention. Lord knows we're busy taking care of our bodies, but it's important we take care of our brains as well. And the notion of being stigmatized for taking care of your brain to me is just crazy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't want to even be seen. You don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. And, of course, if you're worried about stigma, there's none of that uh, discomfort of meeting somebody in a waiting room. There's no waiting room. You're doing it from home. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. The Dr. Drew Podcast listeners are getting 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Drew. That is better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drew. I, I would take the position that, you know, your cardiac performance is in a context of your overall musculovascular physiology. And if that is responsive and healthy and delivering oxygen efficiently, that is going to help your heart. Yeah, and so listen. That's my thing. And, it's called and, the VO2, we call it, yeah, the oxygen delivery. Absolutely. Yeah. And I watch my VO2 like constantly. Yeah. Like when I did my CPX test, yeah. obviously, which is measures, which is a measure of that, like at the end, I was down to 11, mm. right, which is bad. 
you know. Uh, it's just strictly because the heart can't get it there. Yeah. <laughs> it just couldn't push yeah, it forward. Yeah, it, 100%. And, it's and, just so weak, right? That yeah, left ventricle just, has it, just got no juice to it no anymore. No push. Can't yeah. push. And you got to – you think about – just think about the vascular resistance of millions of tiny capillaries. And the heart is trying to push stuff through that. It's a lot. I know. It's and like, imagine a pipe that breaks down into a million different tiny yeah, it's, pipes. It, yeah, it's all and those then, tributaries there, yes, that it has to some reach. Pump at the other, yeah. at the one pump at the source yeah. that's trying to push it through I all know. that. Yeah, you you realize very quickly how important that heart is oh, for yeah. the rest oh, yeah. of those organs oh, in your body, and we, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit too. Because well, obviously, because obviously, what happened to me was obviously that heart's going, and I and I truly believe through this whole thing, and you know whether I was right or whether I was wrong, but just for my own mental well being, uh, you know, I had this kind of attitude of you know if I continue to work out. Whatever I've got left is still going to keep other parts of me going, whether that's my mental health, whether that's like all know, my, true, my muscles. All true, know. but the kidney. <laughs> and, 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 here, oh. this is, and here's where I'm going with this. All true, yeah. everything yeah. good, yeah. but you just can't. The so, kidney is its own special uh, little thing, and, only and, special and relationship boy, with the what heart. A, and, you know, that, that uh, learning about that, you know, and obviously that's, when, that's what happened to me. My kidney started to take a huge which, hit. Which in, in part of it – so that gets very complicated, right? That's yeah. an extreme oh, – that, that's that its you, own that is, yeah, yeah, and that's not something you can really get no. your head around unless no. you really study the kidney. Yeah. And so you get in this situation where I'm of the opinion that some of the afterload medication you're putting to uh, improve the, the, um, the amount of volume coming out of the heart – actually causes yeah. a certain amount of shunt past the kidney. 100%. And, and, and then you add the diuretics to that, and now you have less volume going through the kidney, and now you, now you have all three. So you have decreased output, shunting past, and low volume, and the kidney goes, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and, that, and really, and this, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head with, with what kind of happened yeah. with me because I was on, you know, just, you know, kind of the worse the kidneys got, the more edema that kind of came in with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it, that's the other part. Right. It just starts accumulating. The more diuretics. Yeah, more diuretics. More which is, diuretics. Which is, again, that's not the patient. You know, we, we, are, we end up coaching the patient the, the way, the way I, I approach it. I feel like the patient at that point is on a tightrope, and my job is to keep them on and that freaking tightrope. And my team was yeah. terrific because yeah. we talked about dosage like every, almost every week, like up, up, up a bit, up, down, down a bit. Down. Where we get the spironolactone in there. What's the right? sweet spot? Spiro, how, much ba- yeah. how much beta blocker? Oh, yeah, and I couldn't much. take beta blockers yeah. because yeah. I had bradycardia. Yeah. So well, but I, didn't the pacer take care of that for no, you? No, because uh, a little quick, quick little sidebar on the pacemaker. The pacemaker – could not get the heart into find its rhythm. So what happened is the pacemaker actually kind of they wound up shutting it off because it just what it was they couldn't just find the right electric the the pattern. They, I, I wonder if your wire was in the right place. If, you yeah, I, and you know, the, and the atri- at, you had two two wires. Uh yeah, had two yeah, leads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and so awful. that's awful. That that's the kind of thing you don't want to. Have and to that's do. and that, unfortunately, yeah. however, though we caught that really quick. No, it, yeah. it, but it's just a pain yeah. in the ass for it, you. Yeah, you caught it's it quick, yeah. and they basically turned yeah. the whole thing off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, even um, even the even the defibrillator, they they turned the pacer. They off. They turned the pacer off. Yeah, yeah they kept the defib. Yeah, they yeah, kept yeah. the defib in there. Um, yeah, and oh, then you I'm know, sorry. and, and That's then miserable, yeah, especially it, when you want to work out and stuff. It's like, yeah, it became it it, uh. it became you know. However, once again, you know, when you look back on all of this, it was that part of the journey. It becomes such a learning experience, you know, and it's just another piece of the puzzle that you kind of can put together at the end. Now that you've come out right. the other I mean, side, it, but you for the for the physician, this is just the stuff we deal with. This is this is the yeah. this is the and and as, as, this, and by the way, why you have doctors. <laughs> and as frustrating for them yeah. as it of was course. for me, well, because course. they're sitting here, you know, with all this expertise, and they're saying the same thing. They're going, "Why isn't this working on this guy? What's going on here?" There's a lot of that in medicine. A lot you know? of stuff where we're like scratching our head. Yeah, you know, and it's, there's just no there's no easy answer to any mm-hmm. of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that, once again, you know, which is why I'm happy I'm here because there's no easy answer with heart failure. It's kind of you know, you, there, you there wish, are, there there was, you wish it was like a broken bone. Yeah, no, breaks, no. reset it. Six weeks, you're good. So, so that's why I didn't go into orthopedics <laughs> because I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I like the you like the investigation and the, thinking and, yeah. the, and the figuring it out. Yeah, uh, and I almost did go into orthopedics. I came very close. Um, so, how high did your creatinine get before they? 
Ooh, well into high, almost in the th- low, high, high, high twos and the and three well, that's not bad. and, and that's threes not bad. like the middle threes. That's not bad. I would, I would at, the, pre- at its worst, it was in the you know middle threes. I see. I would yeah. predict that they would sort of throw in the towel around five. Oh, really? Um, yeah. No, but, my, but they must happen kind of fast. Did it happen quickly? Yeah. Yeah. And so. it would also, you know. Uh, and with me, it was so funny too because, you know, like – and once you start getting these blood tests – I mean I was doing blood tests like, at, you know, getting a cup of coffee at Starbucks, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Um, and, you know, you start to start to learn which which ones to look oh, for yeah, that are going to be abnormal like yeah. as, a, as a layman, yeah, as a layperson. No, no. Um, and, you, yeah. and you're probably – at the end of your journey, you're, you're probably – Judging it about the way we are oh, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like I know when it's but not, not only once I kind of really kind of got in tune with all this. Like, I could just tell by the way I was feeling. Mm. But when you start looking at the numbers and the way you're feeling, you're like, oh. So, so here's this how it's not, not looking you, good. Tell me if this reflects how you ended up thinking about it. So you look at the creatinine. That's what you're yeah. worrying about. Worrying about, which yeah. is which is the the. Essentially, the well, it's a reflection of the GFR, the glomerular yeah. filtration rate. But which was of, also in the tank, by the way. Right, yeah. I'm sure. But you sort of derive, get some yeah. derivation of that from the creatinine, and, and then you start wondering, oh, is it because he's dehydrated? What's his BUN? So the BUN is really sort of is he dehydrated yeah. or not? But as you get sicker, the BUN kind of because your muscles waste a little bit, and so the BUN can change with that. So then you're worried about that. So the next thing you worry about is potassium. We're giving too much of the diuretics. Yeah. Not too yeah, much. Is, yeah. is, as his creatinine failing, is his potassium going to go crazy? And that's going to be a serious problem with heart failure. And then the sodium. We're giving a bunch of diuretics, and his kidneys not filtering right. How low is his sodium? How low did your sodium get? One thirty, one twenty nine. Oh yeah, easy, yeah. easy for yeah. sure. That makes you feel shitty. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it absolutely does. But also too, you know, talking about those kidneys, you also get this obviously this odd effect that happens with your body is at the more you, the more the kidneys suck, the more you want to. Drink water. Mm-hmm. The, this this kind of like they almost play opposite yeah. to what's really happening. I, I mean, I went through just and you have a salt restriction, you have a yeah. fluid restriction. Yet all you want to do is so, drink water and so, eat salt. So your body right. tells you to right. do these things, right? And if you drink a little bit because of the way the blood's flowing through the kidney and the collecting system and the filtration system and the and the really the concentrating system is what gets off uh, the. The more water you take than salt, the more your sodium drops. Yeah. And so and that gets to be a weird thing. The diuretics kind of make that better or worse depending on the patient oh, and yeah. which diuretics. And and so, okay, now we got all that. And then the the, uh, the Rampril makes that all worse too And so in, in terms of the numbers. And sometimes it's even um, fall, false. It yeah. falsely elevates stuff and no, drops 100, 100%. And so you're like, okay, which one is it? And yeah. then you, I'm sure you didn't look at the magnesium, the phosphorus, and the calcium. We're looking at that too right? because that can get – bad uh, all of a sudden. And so we were just have one corner of our eye looking at that. Did that the phosphorus ever get out of control? Yeah, the phosphorus did. The phosphorus did without question. And and it's funny you say that because you're you're kind of taking me now down a walk of memory lane here mm-hmm. kind of over the last year and just everything you're saying like yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but th- this you that know? stuff was they were sort of show they were sort of presenting that to you as it happened, yeah. I'm sure. Yes. Like okay, yeah. now we have but, this thing. <laughs> but once but once I kind of but see once once I get wind of it, I'm now I'm now going, You're at home on Google, yeah, Dr. Google. I, I, yeah, at 100%. And I'm, and I'm like this. Can I go in and get blood tests again this week? Uh-huh. <laughs> like I'm not, you could go down a wacky no, path and, about and, bone metabolism. No, no. And I, and, but I, here's the thing. And I did, which kind of during this thing Secondary was Secondary like, hyperparathyroidism. Ugh. Did you worry about that? I just thought I went through <laughs> I went through everything because really there was kind of a period there too where I was kind of so resistant to it all. And I was – I honestly – I was in denial of it. I was like, I'm going to get better. I know I can. Yeah, I can do this. Which is good. We want you to do you know, that. But way. the answer is, mm, you're yeah, not. But you did get better. Yeah. You just didn't know where you were going to do it. How, to get how it was going yeah. to come about. And, and uh, just for, you know, why you have doctors, if I can speak on behalf of why we have physicians, this is one diagnosis and the complexity of managing one diagnosis. We have to have similar expertise with a th- realistically 500 diagnoses. And so understand when you see a doctor, all we, this stuff is already in our head. It's already, and we've seen it a million times. Yeah. And so don't don't think when you bring Doctor Google and you're telling us something we don't yeah. understand. <laughs> it's, we, we've seen it a minute. This is one yeah. illness, one particular manifestation of one illness, and it's it's just. Understand, doctors have a purpose. I'm, I'm upset these days with the centralization of bureaucracy. And oh, medicine. sure. It's just, oh. And this is why you don't have pathways. You have you have highly trained individuals and motivated, informed patients who work together, decentralized, out in the out in the community, to to get the best outcome for you. Yeah. 
Oh, that's yeah, my you're, PSA. No, listen, listen, that's my PSA. Yeah, it's good. That's a, well, it's a good one if there's going to be one. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I don't think it would have happened if you'd remained a Canadian citizen. I don't think you would have gotten the same level of care. Really? Because I, mm-hmm. I, because as a, I will, t- I will say this because my heart transplant was in Canada. Oh, because well. I got stuck up there during COVID. Well, and, I, and now, however, I had two teams. I had a team here at Cedars, mm-hmm. obviously, um, and I had a team kind of on the back, on the kind of one, when COVID hit, because that's when I started to get. Really were you, were you a Canadian citizen at I, that time? I am a Canadian. I'm a dual. Dual. I'm okay, dual. dual I'm dual. So I was. I'm very fortunate to have the, in my opinion, the best of both. Yeah, worlds. That's true. Um, you know, and I'll say that. You know, with, that, with, that by the way is yeah. that is the ideal combination. That, that is is the <laughs> ideal. Is, I have no problem with that, that at is, all. Is the ideal combination. Because, yeah. and, and you know, and I will say the benefit that I really kind of took from you know, obviously the Canadian system and being up there with the doctors is we just have so many less people. Mm. You know, just mm. as a as a country, as mm. a whole. Mm. Um, and however, I will also say uh, the kind of the, the tails side to that head of the coin mm-hmm. is that that individual kind of detailed – not detailed. That's the wrong word. That just that individual kind of really one-on-one mm-hmm. care that you can have, you know, here. Yeah. Is that's what I'm talking about? It is invaluable, decentralized. But once you one on one, but once you kind of, you know, once you kind of navigate it, mm-hmm. you know, I I believe that they're they both have incredible merits. So so the the thing we don't have uh, that you would have noticed, particularly the level of care you were getting, we don't have the integration that we should have. We're not well integrated. Yeah, and unfortunately, as we central in an attempt to integrate, we're centralizing. That's the mistake. You just need to integrate. Yeah, you need to make everything available. For people that need it, you know, one hundred percent. Yeah, well, one of the great one of the great things I had that 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 was it was very interesting to me is that you know when I was working with my team in Canada, who I I adore now, I know very you know I know intimately now most of and, them. And by the way, my my yeah. comment about Canadian healthcare is not. Oh no no, absolutely. let me just say yeah. it's not about the practitioners. They have exceptionally yeah. good practitioners. No there. system. It's a system. systematic. Yeah, system, yeah. It's systematic. One hundred percent. You know, and there's and there's going to be good and bad and yeah. in all the all all the systems. Yeah, that's right. But I was going to say up there, I appreciated the fact that there were numerous voices. Kind of, you know, talk. It was a team, truly a team. However, at the same time, I was like, can I not just talk to the one guy I was talking to last week? He yeah. I, he was great. I love him. Yeah. Can, where is he? Yeah, right. And so there, there was kind of, you know, there was that kind of. I had, I had a mix. I had mixed, certainly mixed feelings about that because, as I say, I was so fortunate to get great care in both countries and down uh, here. You know, at Cedars, I had, I had, I had my. I had my that's my person. That's my person. Everything, every question, everything gets directed there. Unfortunately, sometimes in Canada when I did it, you know, it would get re- redirected to someone else who wasn't quite as up on my not not smart, not a, not an expert, and not brilliant, but just not as up on Jason Gray Stanford right. as so, an individual. So, so let me put a finer point yeah. on that, which is you don't go to a physician for his or her fund of knowledge. We, we all pretty much have the same thing. What you what you go for is their judgment. And their judgment is predicated on a deep understanding of your case Individual. and a sense of it. It's it's a holistic sense of what the right call is for this person in this moment. And uh, you know, when your pacemaker went out, for instance, there was a hundred things you could do in response to that. They made a certain call, and it was the right call for you. And and going from one practitioner to the next, you get very different. And particularly when they don't haven't followed your case, the the ability to just make that call. ED is more common than some people think. In fact, 52% of men between the ages of 40 and 70 will experience some form of erectile dysfunction. Roman is confidence personified. It's self-assurance. It's a system completely confidential, totally discreet, free online evaluation, and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction. You will meet with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, convenient, and discreet. And getting started is simple. You just go to GetRoman.com slash Drew and complete an online visit. 
Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete that online visit today to connect with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash Drew today, and if you are prescribed, get $15 off your first month of erectile dysfunction treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this fall. Be Roman ready. Well, our friend Jordan Harbinger, we love him. We love his show. We know you will, too. Jordan is an interesting guy. He's had lots of education and professional training. He speaks multiple languages. He's had extraordinary experiences. He's been a hostage a couple times, and he has a podcast that you really should be listening to. Named by Apple, one of the best shows of 2018, aimed at making you better informed, more critical thinker. Each episode is a conversation with different fascinating guests, and there's something for everyone here. For instance, a hostage negotiator from the FBI. Another episode tells the story of a cinematographer who discovered a lost city in the jungle. It is the Jordan Harbinger Show. We love Jordan. We think you will, too. Jordan is always focused on pulling useful, practical insights out of his guests. Again, search the Jordan Harbinger Show. That is H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It is the Jordan Harbinger Show. And, and I've always said, you know, you're going to the physician. The fund- people think they're going for fund of knowledge. You, you are not. You're going for the judgment. You're going Because uh, when I use consultants, I'm always pulling together folks that make the right call. And there, there, there's a difference. There's some that don't make the right call. Sure. There. There it's, hu- it's, human, it's human nature, right? Well, there's, it's, just, there's just a spectrum. Yeah. And, and, I, and to be fair, if it's a simple case, you don't need all that exquisite yeah. judgment. But when it's a tough case, you need the right call. Yeah. And I sort of like taking care of sick people, so I, I have really difficult situations. Yeah, no, and I, 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 once again, that was you know obviously very articulate too because it is. It's, it, it's about that. And, I, and let's put it this way. At the end of the day, talking to you right now, mm. I was very fortunate to get the right calls. Yeah, and have That's, both. And have, know, have yeah. both systems. Yeah. So, ha- so what happens? So you are now your ejection fraction is thirty percent. You go oh, yeah. to Canada so, for something. Yeah. And- so, so anyway, so I'm up in Canada. It's the, obviously we're in the kind of the You're just, just the home? front end you, of the pandemic. I mean, I'm with my family. My family lives up there. And did you go right. up there because of the pandemic? Or uh, I was up there. I was actually up there working, huh. and then kind of the pandemic came, yeah. and basically I came back down here, got some stuff, and I was like, I'm going to go spend it with the fam. We don't yeah. know where this where, is going. Where are you, British Columbia? Uh, in Vancouver. Yeah. Yep, Vancouver. Uh, and uh, you know, and do you speak French? I, I opened this. Um, uh, Deepa, just okay. a little bit. Just, on the West Coast, we're like <laughs> not. Com- we're not so tu, much. Tu yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, not so much on the West Coast. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I spent it up there, and you know, so now basically, I'm starting at this point. Kind of, I'm starting to. You know, the ejection fraction starting to. Drop, while you know, you're in of, Canada, while you're here, while I'm up in Canada, and, during and, the, you, and you were seeing, you had picked somebody, and you were seeing them. Regularly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I had that team. That team yeah. was kind of already starting to okay. form okay. in various. And at this point, there was kind of possibly talk of, uh, you know, I had been in and out of the hospital a little bit, a little bit of edema, but they managed to, you know, take the take the water, you know, diuretics, boom, get it off. Obviously, I, IV diuretic. Yeah, the IV, which is obviously one up from mm-hmm. the, you know. You know, and then, uh, you know, to take it off, stabilize, stabilize for, you know, four or five months, yep. feeling good, yeah, good, feeling pretty good, you know, and then you'd kind of fall off the cliff again. But four or five months, it's a good, yeah. it's a good sign. It is, it, right? Like, yeah. You know, but each time we did that, I'm thinking to myself, okay, here we go. I got, yeah. I got this. Yeah, I got this. Course. We're coming. I'm coming back, people. I'm coming back. And, um, you know, and then obviously I kind of went in again and, you know, they do the echo that we spoke of earlier. And, you know, now the ejection fraction is down to 20. And 20, they're, and they're, not twenty two, but twenty. But twenty, but twenty. Yeah, that's and now, and twenty two and twenty are different. And there is a huge. <laughs> I was just going to say, thirty and twenty oh, on a number a good, scale and, doesn't look and, different in oh, this no. world. There is a. I can't tell you what I could do on thirty that I could not even yeah. fathom doing mm. on tw- on twenty. I could walk my dog mm. up down from the block. Weakness, shortness of breath, all of the above. Short fatigue, massive. Yeah. Uh, shortness of breath upon. Any exertion, mm. just I'm, I'm talking getting up, getting in the shower, having a shower, getting so, back in the bed. So they have these you know, heart failure criteria, yeah. right? Yeah. Did you learn all that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. All the cla- all the classifications yeah. and kind of and just you know I just you know saw myself go from a one just to, to a four to a four, and then once and then you know and then the real kind of hard talk starts to happen. You know the transplant list. 
the you know the, these kind of things. The how kind they, of how do they present that to you? And what did you think about it? You know, they presented it to me initially. Very cleverly, <laughs> very cleverly. Actually, they, they did. Um, you know, I had a one one of the wonderful team members in Vancouver uh, at uh, the hospital up there. Kind of came in and he was like, "Hey, so look, we're going to send you home. We got the water wet weight off. <laughs> yeah, you're you're looking really, really good here. Things are really. You know what? This is yeah. You're, you should be stable for quite. A, this is yeah. You're looking real good. So anyway, I want to mention backup plan. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> I want to mention possibly at some point, kind of looking into the you know pre heart transplant program. You know, and you know maybe down the line doing some of those kind of prerequisite tests that you kind of need to do because remember you do need to kind of almost qualify for a heart transplant. Things have to be in the right kind of condition so that you can kind of go through all this too. Yeah, right. And, there are. And, and I, I, I'm going to bet he said something in the order of. You know, if things get that bad, we want that option. Yeah, 100 percent. We'd like to explore. We want to be able to do that. We'd if, like if to explore we, if we need that you, option. Now, but you're doing yeah. great right yeah. now. But if we need that, don't I'm worry just... about it now. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd like to explore that option yeah. down the line. Did right? you? Did you uh, freak out? Did no, you, were you good I with it? honestly, honestly, I. I just kind of Put it blew out. it off. Yeah, just yeah, another I, treatment. Yeah. yeah, I just blew it off yeah. and I was like, yeah, not that, not me. Yeah, I'm not going to get there. I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, you know, what happened with my case, which is really kind of unique or different, and maybe it's not because I, I would love to hear your take on this, um, is that <laughs> sure enough, here I am. And now it's kind of the end of 2020 and I'm feeling – I'm feeling crap. This yeah. is, and I'm in and out of the hospital now. Yeah. Okay, and they're bar- they're doing whatever they can yeah. to just kind of get me stable. Yeah. While they, I know now, are thinking, "What are we? What's right. going on?" And, and you're, I'm going to bet you started to get used to this idea. Oh shit, I'm a sick person. No, oh, yeah, and, and I don't like that. No, I, I, no, I, yeah. and it drove me nuts. But yeah. at the same time, I started making these stupid excuses, like I can, I can, I can live like this. I can, oh, well, yeah, I can, I can, I can tolerate. Okay, we, we call that denial. That's right. right. Yeah, minimization. One hundred. Yeah. One hundred percent. Give people that. You know, <laughs> it yeah. One hundred percent. Just kind of justifying. Yeah. This condition mm-hmm. and the how I can rationalizing, kind of, yeah, minimizing. One hundred percent. And uh, you know. So sure enough, I find myself in, you know, the hospital for kind of what I'll call my native heart last time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, uh, you know, the kidneys are toast, right? And I'm on, now I'm on milrinone, which is the the granddaddy mm-hmm. of the, right? Let's one get, of them. Let's, let, yeah, the yeah, other right, one. The other he one, yeah. Xeroxalin too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And, right, and, and, you know, the doctors come in and go, hey, listen, man, you're on our, you're on the rocket fuel of what we got yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is our best stuff yeah. and you're not – kind of getting better. We'd love to we got to fast track this these heart transplant kind of pre-heart transplant uh Plans. The, the, the the tests and yeah. etc which you know is an ange yeah. and same thing all the same things right heart cath you know and uh and you, I assume you had biventricular failure both Oh sides yeah, now yeah. now I'm yeah. now I'm bad and now yeah. there's talk, you know, obviously maybe of a VAD Right, the, the assistance device, yeah, the ventricular assistance device, which mm-hmm. basically pumps your heart for you, mm-hmm. keeps you going, so that you can. Those are cool too, get, by the get way. Get on a waiting yeah, list, yeah. so that you can even do that. Yeah, I was too far gone. Oh, really? I was already toast. They, they See, lit- now you're outside of my area of yeah. knowledge, and so <laughs> because but, that was sort of a yeah. newish thing. Yeah, and so um, now, so now, and by the way, I'm once again, I you know, my vanity kicks in at this point. Mm. I'm like, I'm not what. Mm. A thing that I wear, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, and 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 really like just the stupidest things. Well, go but that through goes with mind. denial, you know. It, yeah, one hundred percent, right? You know, and I I truly didn't realize how I knew I was vain. I'm, you know, I'm an actor for yeah, crying but, out but loud, it's, but, but no, not no, like that. No, but you it's know? it's a violation. It's it's your body integrity that's being challenged. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's a big so, deal for everybody. So that was a hard, especially pill. actors. That was a hard pill to swallow. But at the same time, in a weird way, I was like, okay, well, you, well, that one's ruled out. What yeah. else you got? Yeah, yeah. Let's solve this. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. What yeah. else you got? And basically, the answer was we're fast tracking these these you know heart kind of prerequisites that you have to kind of you know follow and do to make sure that you're good enough to do it. Mm-hmm. We're worried about your kidneys because if your kidneys are crap and you go under, we don't know how that's going to come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know. So sure enough, uh, they're kind of getting me ready to go home and think about this and just let me wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. And a heart becomes available. And a heart. That's crazy. And a heart. Literally, the doctor comes in. And, as, and I got – and at this point, remember, it's COVID. So you, my family members can only come in oh for like an God. hour at a time, right? Oh, so I'm on the phone with my mom. It, it's like – it's nuts because 
we have a very tight knit family. Come from Irish background. Did, humor deal. Humor is our our, yeah. our savior. Yeah, yeah. Right, and and just kind of communication. You know, we have, you know, we kind of have a saying in our, you know, you know, in our family, which is basically no regrets. Once we make a decision, we just move forward with I it. Like that. Uh, and you know, and for better or for worse, mm-hmm. but at least it's on us. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and uh, you know, so you know, I had to call my mom, and I was like, hey, so listen, the doctor just came back in, and he said they have a heart like now. And he said it is an incredibly strong match for you. Mm. This doesn't happen. It's young. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's young. It's healthy. They have a lot of information on this heart. Obviously, they got to still test it to make sure it's ready to go once it gets in. And he says, so you've got like two hours oh my to make a decision. Oh, my goodness. And he says, I'm going to be honest with you. He says, you know, if you, if you don't take it. Now they're going to be now they're going to be straight with you. Yeah, you yeah. got you got six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he literally looked at me and he goes, "Look, you, you're you've got two months of being like this. Yeah, yeah. No, and you then, six and then you're you're yeah, then no, you're no. toast. Yeah, pal. You, have, you have six months left for right? sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and Miserably. the probability of another heart in the meantime zero. <laughs> yeah, and yes. So if you pass up on this, <laughs> this young man, if you pass up on this kid. Yeah. So I called my mom. No, there's know, a time when yeah. you address the denial. And, <laughs> and, this, and this is you know and and you know and I call this now when I talk to everybody. This is your moment of truth. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is when thank God your denial yeah, melted. Thank yeah, God this you is could this think is when the reality this is when reality truly yeah because people will get paranoid him. at that point and yeah. go that doctor's bullshitting me yeah. he's an asshole yeah. nobody's talking about yeah. and it's like <laughs> no we do yeah. no and it, that moment of truth hits and you're yeah. just like okay it's it's, it's big boy pants yeah. time yeah. you got to put your decision shoes on call my family and we're like yeah this is a no brainer good that's you good know? you felt that way and that's and good. and with me I was so very lucky in a way because. It happened all so quickly. I didn't really have time to process of it, process it, and think about all those questions, those stupid mm. questions I might have had mm. to to run by all these guys, mm. you know. And it was just kind of like, let's do this, let's go in, let's make me well, let's make me better. Obviously, then the surgeon comes in, he sits with you for a couple of minutes, gives you a quick chit chat, uh, and then boom, sure enough, uh, you know, once I said yes, the surgeon came in and he said, hey, okay, look, two things: we can do this tonight, or I can go home. And I can get a good night's sleep and we can do it first thing tomorrow morning. And I said, uh, you know, I have a great idea. Why don't you go home and get a good night's sleep? The only question I would have, yeah. do, does it have any impact on the uh, On the heart. heart. Yeah. On the heart, yes. The heart. Right. Uh, and, but he clearly knew that it didn't, okay. I'm sure, okay. at that time. And then basically next day, boom, down you go. into sur- He's like, good morning. Do you know who the uh, donor the do- was? No, they uh, chose to remain anonymous. And, and I'm guessing that person was still – it was that in the same hospital? Or no, something? it wasn't in the same hospital yeah. because I did know it had to come in, which is why they were they were waiting on it at mm-hmm. the time. But I guess it had been tested where it was, and I don't know where it came from. But it did have to come in and, for and, me. And, and did it literally come in? Did they do that process in the morning or in the middle of the night? Yeah, no, yeah. it came in. I think it came in first thing in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they they Ooh. were gonna they were gonna rush Hair it in that razor. night, yeah, right? Yeah. Because they wanted to make sure no, it was I in great it. in a great condition. Um, but it, yeah, they did it all. And I remember them saying to me when I woke up in the morning because I didn't sleep that well that yeah, night. No shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, them saying, "Now listen, we do need to tell you, this isn't a hundred percent done deal." We got to still look at this heart and yeah. we got the, – the surgeon has to make his call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has yeah. to – you know, so we just want to know. We want you to know that this could – we could come in here and be like, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That didn't happen. Knock yeah. on wood. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, you know, I went in and, you know, the next morning I woke up, which was Friday the 13th. Mm, so which is now a very lucky day for me. Mm. I woke up, looked at the monitor, saw that heart rhythm and saw – I've never hadn't seen that in three years. That you know, the regular heart rhythm. Oh, you were out of the flood or in the yep, sinus. Into yeah. regular sinus, yeah. and then you know, looked up at the monitor, and you know, even even with the cracked chest open, took a nice deep breath that I also hadn't done. Mm. In a, oh, you, know, you mean when your new heart was in? Yeah, oh, yeah. The next morning, the course, next morning, of course. You know, and it was I was yeah. in sinus, and I was like, you know, so just that kind of the the kind of just the the hope. And the optimism that mm-hmm. came with that it's, it's, outweighed that kind of uh, that kind of uh, just that feeling of dread of like now what? It's a giant leap forward. Yeah, it's a giant leap forward. And so, what do you want now for grab versus? Oh, host for the for, for yeah. the meds. Yeah, basically the anti rejection, anti rejection, the big ones, uh, MMF, 
and uh, tack. And do you feel okay on those? You know, I've, I was felt crappy the first few months. Obviously, your body has to adjust to stuff. Mm-hmm. And once again, I'm a big proponent of that. It's like your body does adapt to things, yeah. especially if you – in a weird way, if you kind of wrap your head around it mentally and say, okay, this, I have this, I got no choice. Yeah, you got I, I, I don't have a choice. So, what is the outcome? So, one is the outcome is deal with this or dead. That's, well, I know. mean, there's options, yeah. but do you want this? Right. You want, you want this. this. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. So, I'm on obviously anti rejections are the big ones. Yeah. And then, really, the other ones are kind of just, you know, like aspirin, baby yeah. aspirin, a little yeah. vitamin D, some calcium, just kind of regular things that you would, that I would supplement anyway, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, and yeah, there are definitely side effects. And obviously, you know, there are long term side effects that kind of come with this and things. But the trade off, is are well you, are, Do you have any concerns now left behind? Or you, obviously, it's like when you have a major illness, you you always get this weird little PTSD. Like, what's the next shoe to drop? Yeah, you get this weird well, feeling. I, I have it. I have yeah. it. I still have it all the time. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I still have to work on. You know, just from a mental and emotional standpoint. But it's normal. You know, I, I mean, have that just, all the time. It's a normal. Yeah. Are the doctors worried about anything? Are they all? You know what? The doctors so far. You know, every time I hear, you know, do a checkup, obviously, or go yeah. in for a biopsy, or you know, whatever. I just had my year back in November. Obviously, Great. with the ang and the biopsy and everything, and when they come back and they say everything's looking good, what, what is it? What are they giving you your prognostic outlook? What do they say? You know, uh, basically, you should be back to one hundred percent and do whatever. That, are you exercising do, now? Do whatever. That, I'm, oh, I'm That's back great. to. I'm back to. Honestly, once again, knock on wood. I'm. I'm so grateful. You know, to my donor and to these the expertise do of they tell all you the, the doctors. Age of the donor, young. I know young. That's probably all. younger than me. Yeah, I know that much. Which is nice. Yeah, which <laughs> well, which you. is great. Congratulations. Strong, strong healthy heart. Yeah. Boom, brand new. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm back to, I'm basically back to doing everything that I used to do and I mean, I train as hard as I used to train. Do you have before. any other weird uh, emotional I mean, other than the PTSD? I don't, I don't know yet yeah. because it's still so early. Yeah. But I do feel like in a weird like in a weird way, I honestly I do feel that I have a little bit more like I'm, I'm certainly more emotional. Like I kind of more was emotional. a, I kind of, I felt like as a person, I was able to kind of keep my emotions in check a little more. Let's say prior, but now I'm, I feel like a little more emotional, just in just in general, and even about talking about my. I get it, emotions. which is normal. And, and I'm yeah. curious, is in terms of acting, is it? Yeah. Harder, easier, more available. That's the same. God, same. That's the same. same. Yeah, acting. No, acting's always uh, acting's always hard. No, in a weird in a weird way, I'll tell you. No, it's easier overall because number one, I never thought I'd be able to do it again. And coming back, I now, I now. I'm, I'm like, just, just acting, man. Yeah, you're, <laughs> so, just, you're so great. I have a different perspective yeah, of yeah. of life and yeah. work than I did prior. I you know what I mean? And that's basically what it. Don't take it so seriously, brother. I, it's going to be okay. I was worried yeah. about chest surgery because the heart oh. is a seat of emotion, you yeah. know, and, and mm-hmm. I worry that it's going to alter that, change it, or something. Yeah. And, and that's I'm curious about it. I've not found it to be so. <laughs> it yeah. really changes very yeah. much. Yeah. So I'm, I don't understand why it doesn't, frankly, because uh, they they're messing around with all those nerves. Why does that? Yeah, I know. There's lots. Of, there's so much going on. But as I say, you know, who know who knows what the future holds with with that kind oh, yeah, of, with yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So listen, um, I love it. I'm so glad that you shared the story with us. It's fun for me to, to exercise this muscle publicly and talk about all these things. That's great. As a practitioner, is there more to be said? Have we said it all? Is there other? Listen, I think you know. Honestly, I think we covered it. I love, I love the conversations like this where yeah. the conversation doesn't stop. There's no lulls in the conversation. Yeah. It's a great dialogue back and, and forth. And you can find that at the for you monkophiles, go to the Randy Disher podcast. And I'm assuming you're willing to talk about the same stuff there. If you, oh yeah, I, you, you know, in fact, we did season one, and then after season one, I kind of I had to spend obviously time recuperating, mm. you know, and just kind of rehabilitating my body. Uh, and you know, my mind too, you know, mm-hmm. and then getting back up. So we're gearing up for season two. I'm still working. Everybody out there, if you're listening to this, season two is coming. I promise you, I'm just getting myself straight and then, uh, we'll be back at you, uh, soon enough. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is I'm so willing to talk about this now, yeah. you know, and, and, and yeah, I'm very lucky. I came out the right side of it. The, so I want to share that with people. In the meantime, follow at Twitter at Jas, J-A-S, Gray, J-A-Y, Stanford, and also on Instagram at Jason Gray Stanford. My friend, it was really a privilege to talk to you, and thank you for coming by. Dr. Drew, I'm man, so glad you're, you for having me. You've done this. This is like this is the joy of you know medicine, really, and what we were able to do with the technologies of the present day. It's just joyful. 
So thank you for being a part of that. Thank you very much for having me. And as I say, how informative for me too. See you all next time. For calling times and topics, follow the show on Twitter at Dr. Drew Podcast. That's D-R-D-R-E-W Podcast. The music from today's episode can be found on the swinging sounds of the Dr. Drew Podcast, now available on iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to rate the show. The Dr. Drew Podcast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana and Gary Smith. For more information, go to drdrew.com. All conversation and information exchanged during the participation in the Dr. Drew Podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes. Only. Do not confuse this with treatment or medical advice or direction. Nothing on these podcasts supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Although Dr. Drew is a licensed physician with specialty board certifications by the American Board of Internal Medicine and the American Board of Addiction Medicine, he is not functioning as a physician in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who may appear on the podcast or drdrew.com. this month stream the funniest films for free on pluto tv watch comedy classics like anchorman the legend of ron burgundy and mean girls or drop in for a tyler perry marathon with a medea family funeral and medea's witness protection pluto tv also has hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and tv shows like get shorty be cool key and peel comedy in color and more and no contracts no subscriptions no fees no joke so download the pluto tv app on your favorite streaming device and start laughing today pluto tv drop in watch for what does healthy sound like it's hard to say and for the one in six kids living in poverty in the u.s it's hard to even imagine that's why walgreens and red nose day are helping children access the health we all deserve so that for them healthy sounds a lot more like (laughs) say uh Mm. Join Walgreens this Red Nose Day, and together we can help even more kids stay healthy. Get back to the fun stuff with Audible. Take time to listen to what you love, like sci-fi epics, gripping thrillers, true crime, and wellness. Whatever you're into, you can find the best of it on Audible with best-selling audiobooks, exclusive originals, popular podcasts, and more. Let Audible help you discover new ways to laugh, be inspired, or just be entertained. Sign up for your free 30-day trial today at audible.com. 